Hello, it's me, Chris Tarrant here, and you're listening to the Behind the Medal podcast. If, like me, you love listening to the show, then there are a few things you can do to help the boys out. You can A, subscribe to the podcast, you can B, leave a nice review, or you can C, follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Behind the Medal, or you can D, Tell your friends. <laughs> Warning! Warning! This episode contains swearing. So, if you don't like words any stronger than spanner or ragamuffin, then maybe this podcast isn't for you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Series 2, Episode 5 of the Behind the Metal Podcast. With me, Gary Damer. And me, Dean Smith. How are you doing, Gary? Very well, thanks for asking. How are you, sir? I've got cold. Have you? Have I've, you got, got, I've got a cold. I'm glad you said cold and not man flu, because I hate that. Oh, right, really? <laughs> Why? Yeah, I don't know, it's just a bugbear of mine. <laughs> Anytime you get a, a cold, no matter how severe or how light it is, yeah. you get man flu, have you? Yeah. Fuck off, it's a cold like everybody else in the world. Apart from the time you had bird flu. I've had bird flu, swine <laughs> flu, and all of the flus. <laughs> so I apologise if I sound a little more gravelly and sexy. I like it. Do you? Yeah. What about this? <laughs> I don't mind it. <laughs> you could probably we'd probably get a few more listeners from that ASMR we were just talking about. Oh yeah, you know, like just noises of drooling and sniffing and yeah, we can't figure it out. Listeners, if you're out there, if you like this ASMR video thing where it's just people making noises with their mouths or like I don't know where else they make noises with it, from is the that snotty a, nose from their snotty schnozzes. Is that something? <laughs> is that what? Is that like a sex thing? I don't think it is. I think it's just a literally feel-good thing. It's supposed to like put you in a nice trance-like state, in it, where you get like goosebumps and you can zone out of the real world and listen to someone eat a bag of crisps, which <laughs> I just find fucking bizarre. Me, that is weird. Yeah, I thought it was like a kink thing. No, there probably is kinky ones, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should uh, go do, do a little sideline in there. Kinky uh, snot videos <laughs> online, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Rated. Uh, so, um, uh, how's your training? Good, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm very good. Well, uh, I'm doing well. Yeah. Are we going to cover that later? <laughs> We're going to cover that later. Yeah. Okay, cool. Do you want to go straight into uh, Dean Trinity Corner? Let me give you some education. Okay, here we go. Dean Chinery Corner. Okay, Dean. Mm-hmm. These two facts I've got for you, uh, they're both related in a certain kind of way, um, but I like them. Okay? okay, cool. So first of all, the University of Arkansas, mm-hmm. which straight away, I feel like they've missed a trick because 
why why is it not called Arkansas? Because <laughs> that's so much better, isn't it? Arkansas. I come from the University of Arkansas. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That was just a little side note. Uh, they did. Is a, that is that the is that the impressive information you've got for me? No. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully you find the next bit much more impressive. Okay. Uh, they did a test, a survey, whatever you want to call it, of four hundred and eight participants, mm-hmm. which I, w- I kind of wish it was a bit more, but. Or just 400. Why did they get an extra eight? That's true, yeah. That's annoying me, that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, so University of Arkansas did 408 people survey, uh-huh. and they found that running, I think we knew this anyway, but it's nice to have yeah. science prove it. Running makes you more desirable. Oh. So there's a big difference as well. 80% of men and 60% of women felt more attractive due to regular running. Wow. I wonder why there's such a 20%. Well, I wonder why there's that difference between men and women. I'll tell you why. Okay. Well, I won't. I don't know why, but this is my take on it. So this isn't science's take. This is Gary's. This, isn't, this is Gary's worldview. Gary's hot take. Yeah. <laughs> I think, right, because we've spoke about it. When we go for a run, we feel fucking cocksure and that yeah. we can take on the world. Yeah. Whereas there's a part of me that thinks a woman might go for a run and come back and feeling a bit knackered and dishevelled and she's not done her hair and makeup. Yeah. And this, I feel like incredibly sexist chat. But I think that's why it might be six, 60% of women as opposed to 80% of men. Well, I was just, as you were talking then, I was just thinking that how many how many women listen to this podcast have been heckled when they've been on a run? Do you I imagine I mean? it's quite a lot. I imagine it's every single one, yeah. yeah. So I imagine that's not going to do great stuff for you. Yeah. Unwanted attention from people in white ven, white ven men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> men in Plural. Ven, yeah. <laughs> who uh, shout, oh, go on, darling. <laughs> yeah. Must be, must be so... I always think there's part of me that goes, I'd, I'd love that, mate. I'd love that bit of encouragement, but it must be so fucking, make you so self-aware. And But it's not encouragement. It's, they're not saying you're doing a good thing. They're saying, you look nice, so sweaty and stuff. No, it? I know that, but I mean, I'd quite like to be told that I look nice. <laughs> what, when you're running? At any point. It's if anyone sees me, just tell me I look nice. Yeah. I'd like that. But but that's because it doesn't happen to you. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. But if it happened all the time, and it, I, I imagine it would feel very make you feel very self conscious. Yeah. So, so I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna follow you around when you're running. I'm just gonna shout things at you. Okay. I'm sh- sexually aggressive things at you. <laughs> Give me one example. <laughs> oh, do the, do the, does the carpet match the curtains? <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, if someone's shouting that at any woman running, then something's going on. But <laughs> the, the, the the point of the survey is that it was 80% of the men felt more attractive. Yeah. 60% of women felt more attractive. Yeah. Still a good number. Still a good, good number. number. Yeah, yeah. But I think we knew that anyway, because it does give you that boost, doesn't it? Yeah. Of, I can conquer the world. Yeah, yeah, it does. So the second one, mm-hmm. second fact, um, the researchers have found that the majority of runners will straighten up when they see... An attractive runner coming towards them. Rated. So you like tighten your form, you maybe <laughs> open your stride up a bit. Do a bit of a grimace, bit of yeah, a pout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, but again, I can relate to that because we spoke, I think it was only last week, where we said I when I'm I was running up that hill yeah. and all the cars in the traffic. So I was making an effort of making myself look tight and yeah. strong rather than oh, fucking hell. Yeah. So again, I get that. I get that as well. I sometimes do that for myself when I, if I'm running past a load of cars yeah, and reflection. I'm checking myself out in the reflection, I'll sort of, you know, tuck my form in, yeah. sort my core out, straighten up a bit. Yeah. 
So yeah, I know. I think that's very. That's probably very true. <laughs> so basically, we're all just very vain, self-centered runners. <laughs> but but is that? Why did that take a study to find out? Surely you just study yourself in that and go, yep. Mate, you could ask that about every single study in the world. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. What was this one recently that they, they they did a study years and years ago? Yeah. Saying that bacon and sausages caused cancer and then last week on the news they went oh actually we got that wrong there's no (laughs) proof that they do cause cancer so fill your fucking boots yeah i don't know i don't know who who decides we'll do a study on this week on whatever yeah Yeah. i remember doing it i remember doing um case studies in like science and in uh psychology and stuff at a levels and things and the outcome of every single one i ever did was that the results were inconclusive because (laughs) because the Because the sample size was too small. Yeah, well, because I was just a dude in Leeds. Like, how could I conduct a fucking survey when I was speaking to me mum and dad? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Don't mean anything. Four on, you could get four hundred eight. The University of Arkansas got four hundred eight. You could get that. No, I couldn't. I don't have the the resources of the University of Arkansas. <laughs> I'm just one man, Gary. <laughs> That's true. So they're my facts. They're not very mind blowing. No, I liked them though. But it was just nice to prove that that's a thing. And it's it's nice to hear that <laughs> it's almost universal that. If you see someone uh, that you recognize uh, as uh, someone that you uh, fancy from uh, the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever your yeah. uh, whatever your thing is, that everyone goes, oh, I'm going to just uh, straighten up here and make myself feel exactly. a little sexy. It's really primal, isn't it? Like the lions <laughs> with grooming the manes and all that. It does go down to that, doesn't it? It does. It does. So there, my dictionary corner. Thank you very much. It is now time for... Is it a bird? No. Is it a plane? No. Is it... Oh, my God. Is it Superman? No. It's Hero of the Week. Right. So, Dean, this week, uh-huh. Hero of the Week comes with a bit of music. Oh, nice. So I'm going to put this on. You should be able to hear that. Oh, very nice. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so this week's Hero of the Week, it's friend of the podcast, uh-huh. Ali Lavender. Ali Lavender. Yeah. Hello, Ali Lavender. Because, right... She went She went over and she's just done the Berlin Marathon, mm-hmm. right? Um, and she was the first British woman wow. to cross the finish line. Wow. Yeah. She was the 14th fastest runner from the UK. Oh, my God. In the Berlin Marathon. And she finished it in two hours, 41 minutes and 18 seconds. <gasps> Good grief. Ali Lavender, we fucking salute you. That is from amazing. From Britain to Berlin. They should send her over to fucking Brexit. Sort this Brexit yeah, Boris yeah, out. not Boris. Running times like that, and My also God. what's worth noting is she's the. We've mentioned this before. She's the organizer of the Manchester Half Marathon. Yeah, which is this weekend, next weekend. Next weekend, yeah, fourteenth. Oh, 14th. let's turn the advert off. <laughs> 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 to pay is to fail, folks. <laughs> um, so it's the busiest time of year for the Manchester Half Marathon people. And she's got that in her as well. And she's she's found time to do all that training and then fucking jet over to Berlin and become the first British woman across the line. That is mad. That is incredible. Good going, that, isn't it? Good going. Two hours, 41 minutes. Jesus. Quick. I, c- I couldn't dream of that time. Well, I could, but it'd be only a dream. I just... The pace, man, it's something I will never be able to get my head around. Yeah. But then, oh, I, I was going to say something that I didn't want to take the shine off here, but I was going to say there's people that probably look at your pace or my pace, yeah. my slow pace, and go, I'd love to achieve that. So well, It's all relative, yeah. All relative. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, Ale, well done, man. Fucking great effort. Nice. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see. You. She's not running the Manchester half, is she? The lazy twat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's having a very well deserved. <laughs> well, to be fair, what it only take her half an hour or something well, stupid, yeah. right? No, yeah. that's amazing. That's incredible. Well, with, with uh, just to ride that national pride um, thing a little bit further, um, I just want to shout out um, uh, Dean Rasher Smith. And oh, uh, yeah. Katrina Johnson Thompson, yeah. who, who has who has <laughs> the best name in world athletics, <laughs> Katrina Johnson Thompson, yeah, because um, champions, man. both champions of the fucking world, bro. Yeah, Dean Asher Smith, two hundred meter champion, hundred meter silver medalist, yeah. and Katrina Johnson Thompson, <laughs> Katrina Johnson Thompson, um, uh, champion heptathlete. No, incredible, incredible. It, I was watching um, Katrina Johnson Thompson last <laughs> night. Um, I mate, she won it with absolute spare she wanted with spare but stuff. so did dina doing the 200 meters man she yeah. was fucking miles in front yeah it's so good in it the 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 women doing it for the the, the united kingdom yeah uh over there in um in where is it it's um doha, uh, doha. Yeah. yeah uh but now I, I love to see the the emotion on her face as well good, um, yeah johnson thompson johnson thompson <laughs> um was just was just ace because i mean i i remember when um Dame, uh, uh, what's the face? Judy Dench. No. Uh, Helen Mirren. <laughs> totally. Uh, it's from Sheffield. Why? What's her name? Where's her name gone? Kelly. No. Kelly Rowland. No. <laughs> Kelly Rowland. She was a Destiny's Child. Who are you saying? I'm saying Jessica Ennis Hill. Oh yeah. She's a dame, isn't she? I don't know. Yeah. She's yeah. from your neck of the woods, isn't she? Yeah, Sheffield, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when she was sort of coming up to retirement, uh, Katrina Johnson Thompson <laughs> was uh, coming up through the ranks, and everyone was thinking that she was going to just smash everything sort of almost straight away. But she had some setbacks. Um, yeah. She had some, uh, certainly her throwing, I think, has improved over the last few years. Um, and for her to finally get this gold uh, yesterday, it was written all over her face the relief, but also the the story of her being held up as this golden child of the heptathlon mm. and it just never quite worked out straight away to come back and get stronger and stronger and stronger she won it with a, a record amount of points is it yeah for um for a british champion wow. no one's uh, uh, jessica Ennis hill uh, got i want to say early six thousands points wise and she um and katrina johnson thompson last night got nearly seven thousand <laughs> points she smashed it <laughs> she smashed it i was buzzing that is ace. I was man. stood up here <laughs> going, go on, <laughs> you can do it. Oh, no, good for them. Champions of the world, man. Yeah. When you when you put on the uh, the Royal Britannia there, I thought that's what you were alluding to, but uh, closer to home, Ali yeah, Lavender home. doing her thing. <laughs> but it's nice for them to got to mention as well. Yeah. <laughs> well done, everyone. Well done, everybody. So... Um, this is the part where we usually sort of talk a bit about ourselves, don't we? This yeah. is where we're up to. Yeah. Um, I did the Pontefract Half Marathon. Oh, yes, you did. Um, have, have we, t we talked about the uh, hilly race you did. No, we've not talked about that. Should we start from there then? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that really briefly because that yeah. wasn't that exciting. But it was that was great fun. Basically, it was it was a 10K, so it was three and a bit miles up mm -hmm. and then three and a bit miles down. In Tomadon? Uh, it was in... <laughs> where was it? Mm. I can't remember where it was, but anyway, it was a massive hill, yeah. Um, and it was it was a real steep incline. Uh, there is like an, an official 
thing that I can't find at the moment. You stuck a tweet out, didn't you, with a picture of the like start line, was it? It's, yeah, the it's, sign, but I can't find it. Uh, anyway, it's, it's like the longest incline. Yeah, it's the longest incline in England. Yeah. Um, so it is a it, going up was tough, like mm. really tough, and it was a cold, rainy day. Uh, but going down, oh man, that was so much fun because it's so steep. You're literally just f- free falling. Yeah. It was ace, and apparently there's there's a genuine <laughs> technique that is free falling running. Do you know what I mean? Like your arms and legs are just going everywhere. My feet were just slapping hard on the ground. Oh, man, it was so much fun. Was it fun? Yeah, I loved it, mate. It was like honestly, it felt like flying. I, m- I remember when, just as you've been describing it there, I remember as a, as a kid, I was uh, at one of these like Pontins Haven holiday park things, you know, in on the east coast of Yorkshire. Yeah, um, and like there was a really steep drive down from where the caravans were down to the beach. Yeah. And I remember running down there as a kid and not being able to stop and just like absolutely pranging into a fucking <laughs> sand dune or something like arse over tit. So the the fact that that is <laughs> like part of this race freaks me out. It's good though. Cause that adrenaline, um, was ace. And, and I was just overtaking people who were running down the hill, but obviously holding it back. And we on Heelys. <laughs> Just <laughs> rolling down the hill. It it felt like it. It really did feel like it. But it was it was it was good fun. Yeah. And then it was only a small field, right? There was twenty seven people, but I came eighth. Nice. Which was a mad feeling. Yeah, I, yeah. I've never placed anywhere of note before. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was that was a good day. That's cool. I I placed once. I came eighth once. Um, did you on a uh, an eight mile race? Uh, when uh, <laughs> me and uh, Caroline were doing this this eight mile thing. Uh, like army air base thing and so there was loads of uh, muddy runs and there was you you ran up uh, these uh, places where they were like trying to turn tanks around and shit so it was it was oh, hilly and all right, kinds yeah, of yeah. and all the sort of pure runners who just wanted to come out and just run for eight miles hated it so i was just like okay cool um, <laughs> and i got around it and i finished and i was looking around and there's only seven other people there and uh, i turned to the guy and he went oh yeah you eighth no <laughs> way it's like an hour i did it and it was mad and an eight eight miler yeah that is quick, that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But it's a good feeling, isn't it, when you place? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Especially when you place and you... If you're thinking... We just talked about uh, Ali there and uh, her fella uh, Callum. You know, when, they, when they're running stuff, they yeah. sort of want to place. They're almost expecting to be top 10 yeah. um, in their categories. But not me and you, sir. No way. <laughs> <laughs> We're just expecting to finish, first yeah. and foremost. Yeah. But yeah, to, and then finished eight. And then uh, went for a nice pub lunch and a red wine. It was good. Perfect. And I was saying to you, we should do it next year because it's good training to get those miles in up the hill anyway. Yeah, 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 nice. Because I think if you're training on a day out, it's tough to do it, to put that hill into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But because it's part of the event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you've got to do it. And Because there was um, a 5K, a 10K, and then a 10 miler. Shit. So obviously, you go up at different points and turn back down the hill. Yeah. I think the 10 miler might be a bit much. I've seen them finishing and they were all looking in, all kinds of pain. Yeah, I bet. That's a lot, line it. Yeah. Five miles in. up the hill. Is it, is it as long as that then? It's a big hill, yeah. Yeah. You, but you get all all five miles in the hill. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. Five miles up, five miles down. That's mad. I often think, you know those um, those crazy roads that go through the Lake District? That yeah. Li- I mean, go through the Lake District, not yeah. around the Lake District. I just think those would be good to race on because the, the views are spectacular. Yeah. And you're getting some hellish hills up there. Yeah, I don't like hills though. Really? Nah. Not really. I prefer to run flat. Anything that takes 
minimum effort is my kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I, I, any, as long as there's a view, if I was just running up stairs uh, in a shopping centre, fuck that. But <laughs> <laughs> when I, when I've, whenever I've trained over, when I lived in, in Leeds, training up on the Yorkshire Hills was ace. Yeah, Great but that's probably, you're probably used to it though, aren't you there? Yeah. There's not a f- flat road in Yorkshire. No. So you're either running up a hill or downhill. Nah, it's not for me. I, I get the views. I like a view when running, 100%. Yeah. But too many hills, I lose interest because it just hurts. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're very, very fit at the minute. I'm all right, yeah. We alluded to this yesterday on our group chat because uh, you'd, you'd done a thing. Yeah. You want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to because it felt a bit braggy and it's not really the ethos of the podcast. But It's not braggy. It, mate, it, it, no, especially with the way that you just literally stumbled into it. Let me set the scene. So Gary was did a training run yesterday um and he's on i presume it was strava or something yeah and uh obviously we're all pals on strava so dan uh walker who dan dad from uh previous marathon tales uh chipped in straight gary didn't say a word dan dad was like fucking hell that's a quick quick 10k just done there gary <laughs> and then gary told us this yeah so i was <laughs> my, my flatmate came in and it was my day off, so he was like, all right, man, how have you been? Yeah, yeah, sound. What have you been up to? I was like, not a lot, just fucking sauntered around the gaff. And I said, I've just been for a 10K. And he just said, oh, go on, let me guess your time. So he said 49 minutes. And I said, no, it was 45 minutes, 48 seconds. And he went, fucking hell, that, that's your PB. <laughs> I went, is it? <laughs> I had no idea. He went, yeah. That, that's your personal best. So uh, in my room, I've got like this little whiteboard of like my quickest mile, my yeah. quickest 10K, 5K, blah, blah, blah. So I had to go and check. Um, I think the, the quickest 10K that was on there was 45, 58. Nice, man. So yeah. 10 be, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> a second a kilometre off. Just running on the streets. That's mad. If, 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 imagine if that was a, an, an event. event yeah. yeah. I mean, I always, I stop my watch when I'm at traffic lights anyway. Yeah. So I still ran the distance in that time. Yeah. But yeah, if, if I'm at an event, that'd have been that'd have been quick. Yeah, man, that's uh, that was that's mega impressive. It was a shock. <laughs> <laughs> just a little uh, day off, go for a little jog. I love how Dwayne had to point it out as well instead of it just know, being it's fucking bad, that innit? But that shows how little I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> No one could ever accuse you of knowing what you were doing, Gary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was wicked, though, man. Yeah. That's was, ace. So, yeah. I was pleased with him, he said. I bet you were, yeah. The thing is, though, and that, but then we followed it up pretty sharply with this. I did, anyway. That was good for a 10K. I think that's probably about as much as I could carry that on for. Yeah. Because at the weekend, I'd done that Pontefract half marrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was really blowing by, mm. you know, 10, 11 miles or whatever. Yeah. And that, oh my God, that was a rainy day. Was it? That was a rainy, rainy, cold day. What is it day. with you and Yorkshire races? I don't man? know. I don't know. Yeah. But it, I, it really took me back to that York Marathon. Cause yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, that was so wet and depressing uh, last year, 2018's Marrow. Um, but yeah, it was grim. And then because it was so wet, my headphones got waterlogged and mm. died. They wouldn't. Oh, so for like five or six miles, I was running without headphones. And... Because it was in Pontefract, it's just long country roads. There's yeah. no one around. All you listen to is the sound of your feet yeah. and the odd person. Yeah. Um, and I was running with Danny Tennant and he caught up to me because he was behind. He was off in front of me for a while and then I caught up with him. And then when I caught up to him, he said, oh, 
it was at this point last year, because I did it last year as well, that you dusted me that you burnt off. Yeah. So him saying that just gave me that little yeah, yeah. that little boost. So again, I I, I was off. I dusted nice. him. And I, ma- I made a promise to myself at that point, I wasn't going to let anyone overtake me. Nice, this nice. was about 10, 11 miles. So mm. we, we were nearly there, you know what I mean? But I thought, I'm not going to let anyone overtake me for the last three miles. But that's still... That's still- 20 plus minutes of you going no one's coming past me yeah you know? and they didn't and uh, for the last three miles I was just picking people off nice. oh they did actually because t- fucking tenant overtook me did he yeah yeah he was the only one he's in good nick at the minute you know he's in very good nick he's in great shape yeah I seen him pop on Facebook the other day as well has anyone got a place for the Yorkshire Marathon I think he's got the bug he's a right tight bastard he don't pay for anything <laughs> when it, whenever you see him doing an event and the numbers um, got all whole rake of different names every yeah. time he runs an event yeah Put your hand in your pocket, Daddy, for God's sake. <laughs> I used to do that. I used to work at Asda when I was a kid and I never had a did a shift with the same name tag on. <laughs> <laughs> People or ladies come up to me and say, Excuse me, Mohammed, do you know where the uh... <laughs> Because <laughs> I'd nick me mate's uh, tag. Yeah, that's great. Uh, but yeah, he's a Yorkshireman. He's not. He's not paying for all. Yeah, that's true, of course. Uh, but as well, the Pontefract thing. I, I was unsure about whether to say this as well. I've been very secretive hard on this episode. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Don't know. I'm just worried. Are you? Have you got some like court cases coming up? What's <laughs> yeah. going on? Sign some NDAs. So we we I stayed at Tenants on the Saturday, um, and our friends came over, Caroline and Mike. Mm-hmm. And so we cooked some food. We had some lasagna. We had played a few games. Um, I'd had a f- couple of glasses of wine. Uh-huh. We got to the the start. <laughs> <laughs> we got to the start line at the uh, the Pontefract half, and Danny was introducing me to his mate. He said, oh, this is Gary, Gary, this is Aaron. And we talked, how are you feeling? You know, what time are you going for? Yeah, standard chat. Yeah, and me and Tennant said, oh, we're just going just gonna to take it easy and finish. And Danny went, yeah, especially him. He had two bottles of red wine last night. And I went, what? <laughs> I thought, I knew I'd had a few, but I didn't know I had that many. Slipped Fucking down. hell. Yeah. Because yeah. I had my glass there, and obviously everyone just kept topping them up. Yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, that's silly behaviour, isn't it? Yeah, that's not... I think I think you can get away with that. Uh, well, it, it different for everyone, but I won't be doing that before a half. No, before a ten k, yeah, maybe, but not not a half. Shit, stupid that. Yeah. So when, when he said it, I was like, "Fucking hell, did I have that? Danny, can I have a word? Did I really <laughs> have that much?" He's like, "Yeah, mate, yeah." Did you not get like proper Captain Drymouth all the way around? Because that'd be me. No, mate. It was, honestly, it was pissing down. So it was so <laughs> wet. <laughs> To pay for water is to yeah. fail. <laughs> yeah. Drink the skies. Yeah, but it's bad, that, isn't it? Yeah. But, uh, but I, I, it's got to that point now where I'm worried about sounding like an arrogant twat. Why? I don't know, because I don't want to sound like, oh, yeah, I can drink two bottles of wine and run a half marrow. Well, yeah, you would be if you said it like that, but you've the way you talk about it isn't like that. The I, way you talk about it is like, oh, shit, soz. Yeah. Maybe that's not good. All right, okay. Well, don't... That's not us advising anyone to do absolutely that. not when we, we've got the manchester half next week i ain't doing that on the saturday no i well i'm not i don't want to do yeah. that yeah but i also there was part of me was also thinking maybe you can do it if you don't know you're doing it because that was a big thing i reckon if i'd have known that i drank two bottles of wine yeah i'd have been a lot worse so you're saying that alcohol to you is a placebo maybe <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Let's have a red wine and find <laughs> out. Uh, well, I mean, I, well, I, I'll talk about. I would love to talk about my training, um, but 
I don't have anything to talk about. Are you not? Are you still running in the mornings? Yeah, I'm still running, but it's just maintain. It's just, it's just. I, I I can't tell you how absent my mojo is at the minute. Right, it is just non-existent. It's bit has been hasn't been for this year pretty yeah. much. I feel like we've done so many events in so many years. You've done more than me, but I've, you know, comparatively to people who don't run, we've done an awful lot of events, and I just feel like my head and headspace and mind and body is just this year has gone. I just take a bit of time off. Yeah. And I've just not, zero motivation. So are you allowing yourself to take a bit of time off or are you, do you feel guilty for, for having that? I feel a bit guilty, but also not, not really. I, I'm, I feel pretty chilled about it. Um, cause I, I, I can feel the edges of, of it coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I got an email the other day from uh, Prostate Cancer UK saying, "Oh, good luck in the London ballot, which is clearly quite soon." It's next week. Starts yeah. next week, the seventh. Cool. cool. So if if that magazine lands on my doorstep and it says you're in, bang, I'm straight back in. I can yeah. feel that already. But I think uh, even even training for Madrid, I was I enjoyed it, but I wasn't bursting at the seams to get out and run. Yeah where I have done in the past. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just staying healthy, ticking along. Um, I mean, I am busy with work at the minute. I've got two TV gigs that are going on at the set at, at now. Um, and I'm over in Leeds and I'm back over here. So the, but these are all excuses, but they're, yeah, they're yeah. valid enough to not make me feel guilty for just sitting in my pants all day. Yeah. That's, that's the one, isn't it? If you, if you don't feel guilty about it, yeah. because they are excuses, yeah. because we've said this before, there's people out there who are working eight-hour gigs, nine-hour gigs, 10-hour oh, yeah. gigs, still finding time. Uh, Ale, still finding yeah. time to go out and do that. So, people on like streaks of like 200, 300, 400 days in consecutive that they're running. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they are excuses, but yeah. the, the, the nugget is not feeling guilty yeah. that you use, you're having them excuses. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? It does completely, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not giving myself a hard time about it. It's just I, I, I think, I think we all do this. I put my, I put a lot of pressure on myself to do everything. Yeah. Um. And so when something like this falls by the wayside slightly, although I'm more than happy with not, like with this um, half on uh, next week, I will probably stumble around just under two hours as I normally do when I'm not particularly yeah. fit. I would love to finish it with some gusto and like really enjoy it, but I've just not done the training and that's, you have to put that effort in to reap the rewards. Yeah. And so the guilt will be the, do you know what the guilt will be? The guilt will be you guys waiting for me for what will be 10, 15 minutes at the, the finish line. That's what the guilt will be, which sounds daft and you guys wouldn't feel that at all, but no. it's just, it's, that's just for me knowing that in the past I've been faster than all of you. But then this this comes back which to which doesn't what, mean anything. But yeah. yeah, but it was what we were saying before about perspective. Yeah. So in, instead of feeling that guilt that someone's there waiting for you, yeah, have your own little run your own race. We yeah. know this, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've just got to get out there and run to your abilities. Yeah. First of all, so if you want, if you're aiming under two hours, stick with that. Don't mm-hmm. try and push yourself and ruin the race. Yeah, yeah. Where you can't fucking do anything after it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and as we always done, first and foremost, just enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that guilt. No, it's just it, yeah. Just if I was if I was exploring guilt, like the getting out and doing a five k and just going right, I've done my day. That's I could I could make myself feel guilty by only doing a five k. Mm. Um, but 
I don't because that's I'm still getting out there. I'm still looking after myself and my mental health and all those things. But it's if I was to explore the re, if if I was to explore the idea of guilt, it would be for that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not letting you guys down because that's horse shit. We mates, we don't let each other down with stuff like that. But just probably letting myself down in the context of a time around an event. Yeah, yeah. You know, my PB for a half marathon is one twenty eight. You know, yeah, and but, I'm nowhere near that. Yeah, but that's because I imagine when you did one twenty eight, you were probably training constantly. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. and enjoying it. So it's it's about. It's about yeah. that, about finding that, yeah. It's a, we've said it all the time. It's yeah. enjoying it, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's there's gonna be people there that are doing it in one hour. Yeah. There's people there that are gonna be doing it in two or three hours. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So just fucking yeah. enjoy it, and it's all good. I feel like I'm whinging now, and but and and it is. They are just excuses. They are, but you're allowed excuses. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no harm in having excuses because we've all done that where we've come in from work or whatever and just gone, ah, fuck, I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't be bothered. Because to be completely honest, I'm not doing hardly any running outside of the events. Yeah, I'm doing the events and then maybe one run a week. Yeah, um, just because I, I, at the minute I can't be bothered. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? How I mean, is it is it interesting? Is it or is it just? Certain types of personality just are a bit faddy with stuff. No, I'll tell you what it is. Go on. Because as you, you mentioned briefly before, you were so quick Yeah. a few years ago. And I think you're, you can't let yourself let that go. Yeah. Even though you were training twice, three times as much than you are now. Yeah, yeah. And you're still expecting to be as quick. <laughs> yeah. But we've, we've talked about this before because I think, I don't know if that's been a runner or that is, you know, a... a an individual thing yeah. of just being impatient with yourself and not being annoyed at yourself yeah. that you can't run that quick. Yeah. And you go, well, mate, you're five years older and you've not done half as much training. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't fucking worry about yeah. it. I also, part of my personality, I've only re- realized this the last, I don't know, maybe a year, 18 months. I, I get, I feel like I complete stuff. So like <laughs> five years ago when I was running really quick marathons, really quick halves, really quick 10Ks, maybe somewhere in my head I've gone, ah, I've done it. Done it, yeah. I've, I've kind of done it. Yeah, that makes sense because I'm still chasing that sub four hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's always been my goal. And because I've not done it, I'm still fucking yeah, yeah. putting in a bit of shift. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. I, I, can't, remember what, I can't remember what I was... I can't remember where the thought came from, but I was literally thinking oh i've kind of completed that sort of side of my life um and then was thinking about moving on to sort of what's the next thing it had perfect example was when we'd done two marathons i think it was me or was it dan one of us was like triathlons yeah straight away bang the next thing what's the next thing what's the next thing which is why which is why we um we spoke about this um just me and you the other day about uh, iron man iron man's still in my head still in my head yeah it's not in your head but i'm still going i need to complete it even if it's for even if I take 15 hours, I still want to do it. <laughs> For me, it's not the the event because I, I would love to say I've done an Ironman. Yeah. We've done two half Ironman. Yeah. I'd love to say I've done an Ironman. It's just the training, man. I just yeah. cannot be asked. And the thought of, I know how I feel after a marathon, so the thought of doing anything else on top of that, yeah. I just doesn't... Fair enough. At the moment, doesn't interest me because... I'm content with just running. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just springing along. Yeah, just doing my little bits a couple of times a week. Yeah. I'm happy with that at the moment. Nice, nice. So who knows? Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future. Never yeah. say never, as they say. Absolutely. Who says that? Justin Bieber. Yeah. 
Um, but I'm really looking forward to Sunday. We're doing some recording for um, before and after the event. Yeah, come and see us. Again, we don't know where we're going to be yet because it's, what day is it today? Friday. Yeah. So the marathon's going to be next weekend. Next Sunday. So I'm going to message Ali, the fastest British woman in the Burley Marathon. In the world, yep. <laughs> and find out where she wants us and what we're doing. But hopefully, we're going to be there. Hopefully Event Village, we're yeah. saying, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the plan. Nice. Um, hopefully, it's, I don't know what the plan is about equipment because we, we don't want it to rain on anything. Yeah. We'll figure all that stuff out, but we'll be there. Um, and I'm looking forward to that, seeing you guys running. Uh, Dan's up, uh, Tennant's going to be there. Uh, Myrna and Serena are doing it, our yeah, pals that we met yeah. in uh, Madrid. So hopefully we'll all get a chance to catch up and say hey, which is always a nice thing anyway. Yeah. Um, but I'm 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 very looking forward to it. It's I just, a good I'm, day, isn't it? It's a great day. We've done, excuse me, burping. Sure. We've, done these, uh, <laughs> we've done this one before, haven't we, a few years ago? Yeah, but I, th- I, I think it was different back then. I think was it? it was either a different route or different organizers i want to say right i mean it was still a group but the, the first time we did it, it was still great yeah but i think it's even bigger now yeah i just remember finishing at lancashire county cricket cricket ground is that where it finishes this year i believe so i've got my racing brother there but yeah i, th- I think it is it seems because it goes out down towards it's more sail way doesn't it as opposed to sort of through town i tell you what and even though i've just bigged her up i hope ali's got nothing to do with this but ah oh, mate the fucking race number <laughs> right, I'm gonna. I'm she's gonna, a busy girl. She's not making the race numbers, man. I know, but I feel like I'm shelling her event a okay. little bit. <laughs> What's I'm, wrong with your race number, Gary? So it asks you online to, <laughs> to put in what name you would like on the race number. Yeah. All my friends, everyone I know, calls me TV's Gary Damer. Yeah. So I've put in capital T, capital V, apostrophe S. Yeah. I've got my race number, and it's it's got TV. And then like fucking ten year gap, and then an S <laughs> right in the corner. Yeah. But it's all off center, like it's not even in the middle of the race number. So it's TV, and then miles away there's an S, and I, it's just making me so unhappy. <laughs> My OCD is kicking right off that. It's not even in the middle of the number. Can you not just? Can you not put some like gaffer tape over the top of it? I'm gonna all of it. I'm gonna have then, to doctor it. Yeah. Yeah, but if you mask all of it and then write over the top of it, central. Yeah, I'm gonna have to because that's it's. Playing havoc. <laughs> we'll be on this podcast later on, and he'll have got a, a sub three hour half, and he'll be like, <laughs> "It was the bloody bib number what done it." <laughs> uh, hopefully, I get a sub three hour half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we he stumbled home at a two fifty nine. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. If you're down there uh, next weekend, uh, which will be the fourteenth, oh, thirteenth. Um, come down, see us, say hey, um, throw a few words onto this podcast if you uh, if you dare. Yeah, we'll be there after as well to find yep. out how you got on. So either before or after, come see us. Are you looking to spend 18 to 22 hours a day away from your friends and family this Christmas period? Then boy, do we have the opportunity for you. Welcome to Wamazon. Here at the Wamazon Warehouse, we're looking for weak-willed and ridiculously submissive individuals to work weekends and weekdays. You'll be part of our fun and diverse Wamazon family, picking packets off the shelves to deliver to lazy and bone-idle parents worldwide. For a massive £3.42 an hour, why not work your fingers to tiny bloody stumps this Christmas time? 
Brakes not included, toilet access £1.50, car parking £3 an hour. Don't steal anything, you fucking gypsies. We've got warehouses in West Wickham, Wakefield and Wycastle-upon-Wyme. You can apply now at www.wamazonwarehousewhatwom. The Wamazon Warehouse, where weems wum woo. <laughs> Fuck. So now it's time for... Ginger Wisdom! Ginger Wisdom. Uh, well, it's a special uh, edition of Ginger Wisdom today. Oh, is it? Yeah. Why is that? Look at my hair, Gary. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm doing uh, another Welcome series... to the ginger side. Yeah. I'm doing another series of a show that I've done a few times, and I'm ginger in it. So yeah. I'm sat here clean-shaven with ginger hair. Yeah. Oh, so before, when you were hollering the white Venn men... <laughs> Does the carpet match the curtains? Is that what your subconscious? Yeah. Does the carpet match? The... Have you have you gone full character acting? And uh, yeah, they dyed everything. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Robert. What's he called? <laughs> what's his name? Who? My left foot. Daniel Day Lewis. Robert. <laughs> Robert Day Lewis, his little brother. Yeah, he would have dyed everything. Daniel Day Lewis. No, they've dyed every. Yeah, they've dyed everything. Let's have a look. No, absolutely. Not. <laughs> um, shut up. Anyway. Um, Ginger wisdom. <laughs> Ginger wisdom. Um, first time listeners, uh, this is where I throw some uh, crazy quotes, some inspirational quotes at Gary, see what his tiny mind does to, uh, to these words. Uh, so here we go. Here's the first one. You okay. ready? Yeah. Knuckle in. <laughs> Don't know what that means. I've said that before. <laughs> well, I think it's knuckle down, isn't it? Knuckle down and strap in, but I've knuckle in. Knuckles in. Knuckles in. Hands inside the vehicle, please. Uh, your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine... Your altitude. I, I, I don't know what aptitude means. I didn't think you would do. I know what altitude means. Your attitude? Yeah. What's attitude mean? Like your like your demeanour. <laughs> yeah, cool. Whether uh, you're upset or rude or angry. Mm-hmm. Not your aptitude. Don't know what that means. Will determine your altitude. I know what that means. Can you guess what the middle thing means? If, because of the quote say, say it to me one more time. Your attitude. Yeah, not your aptitude. So maybe yeah. aptitude, does that mean like your skill level? Yes. Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're... How apt you are. How um, yeah, how good you are at something. So if you, we go into this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> careful. Uh, <laughs> not knowing what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, but because we've got a, a good attitude, right? we're kind of getting away with it. Okay, because we commit. Because we commit to it. Yeah. We've got all this gear here. Mm-hmm. We sort of know what buttons to press Ish. and what yep. dials to turn. <laughs> Takes us 10 minutes every time, yep. but we get it right. Mm-hmm. And we're at the dizzy heights of getting like five or six or seven listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're not far off. You're not far off. So, yeah. Um, what we were just talking about with my training or lack of, yeah. but also the fact that I... I'm kind of, I almost expect to run slightly quicker and all that sort of thing. So my attitude, my demeanor, my uh, stubbornness, yeah. my head, how headstrong I am, yeah. not my skill level will determine my performance. Performance. <clears throat> so it's, it's, it, do, it doesn't correlate exactly with what we've just said, but what that tells me is that even though I've not trained perfectly and I've not got anywhere near 13 miles in my training, mm-hmm. I'm stubborn. I have some strength there, so I will finish. Yeah. 
your attitude, not your aptitude, would demand your altitude. So, because you're going to be at the start line, knowing you're going to finish, whatever happens. Yeah. So because you've got that positive attitude. Yeah. And not so much the aptitude. Yeah. Your altitude will be high. Will be high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I started so strong. You did. You did. I, could, I just I couldn't saw finish your little, it. Your little eyes darting around the room looking for words. <laughs> words. Where are the words? Um, do you remember we talked about this before? Preston Half Marathon. Yeah. That guy who turned around after moments, his attitude was shite. Yeah. His aptitude was very high because he was clearly expecting to run sub fucking 70 minutes or whatever. So his attitude was completely terrible. Yeah. His attitude, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get that. But I like that because that that should be, um, it's not so much inspiring. It's more of just a fact, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's not like a wanky quote. Mm. It's going, if you do this, this will happen. Yeah. But I, also, I, I think it's, but I think it is inspiring because it, it's, it's, it's also saying to you, you don't have to be. You know, people we come back, we say this all the time. People say, "Oh, it's easy for you." Mm-hmm. It's not because my attitude is good. It is now easier for me because I've put the legwork in. Yeah, yeah, I guess you can be. You could be born uh, six foot five, longest legs in the world. It should your running should be easy for you. That's the your, the aptitude saying that you're apt, you're able to run quickly. You've got a long stride and stuff. But if your attitude's wrong, you're not going to do it. Yeah. No, I like that one. That's yeah. a good one. I'll take that. The re- I thought it, <laughs> as I read it, I thought he's not going to know what aptitude means. Nope. And you're going to get so mixed up with all the oods. <laughs> attitude. <laughs> aptitude altitude i thought we, i was gonna have a seizure so you like you don't mind that one i like that one yeah because i like that one it, it's, it is i like ones that make you feel better about what you're doing yeah right i, I guess that is inspiring then isn't it by the definition yeah i'm not sure we've got this exactly right uh, as far as um what we should be taking from it but if we take something from it as we've been speaking now i think we've missed it slightly so if listener you have in layman's terms, you can put this in a way that we understand better. Or if you get something slightly different from your attitude, not your aptitude, would demand your altitude. Then please get in touch. We've got we've got something there, but I just want to throw it out to dear listener because yeah. I'm not sure. Sh- I think we've I think we're missing something out slightly there. Maybe I don't know what the fuck aptitude means. Maybe aptitude means car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but no, there we go. So that's the first one. That's the first one. <laughs> Uh, this one, this one's come up time and time again as I've been googling this thing, and I've ignored it up to this point. I like this one, but it's—I'm going to throw it at you. See what All you right, think. All right, I'm ready. I don't run to add days to my life. I run to add life to my days. I don't run to add days to my life. I run to add life to my days. Discuss. I think I think I like that. Yeah, because. It was like me with my day off there on Thursday. Uh-huh. I was just pottering around the house. I thought I'd go for a run. Yeah. And it gives you like a, a second wind, in it? Like rejuvenation. Yeah. yeah. So I went for a run and I added life to my day. Uh-huh. And then I found out I got a PB. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it gave me... I guess it's just like giving you a boost, isn't it? Yeah. I guess yeah. It gives you... A, I, don't, I don't run to add days to my life because it's not on about the health benefits. I couldn't care about the health benefits mm-hmm. there. It does it because of the the boost, the mental benefits. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the mental benefits, and also um, because, to, like we were talking about, if we were to go running across the passes across the Lake District, yeah, 
by doing that run, you're seeing all these beautiful views. You probably see some wildlife. You would check out some beautiful lakes. You add in life to your day as opposed to adding days to your life. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Because we had, a, didn't you have a study before on Dictionary Corner which said the optimum mileage is 20 miles? Yeah. So makes you live longer. Yeah. So up to 20, well, on 20 miles, you're living longer. Anything over 20 miles, technically, you're not adding days to your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is dodgy if, anyway. Yeah. No, no, I, don't, I like it though because I like I like what it's saying because it always taps into the facts. What we talk about is that NHS, um, that running should be on the NHS. Yeah, because it gives you that boost and it it does bring life back yeah. to your day. And and what we just said about um, helps you see in colour. Yeah, and what what we just said about um, the the half marathon uh, in next week. The thing that I'm most looking forward to is seeing you guys mm-hmm. recording some stuff. Yeah. Maybe you know get some scran afterwards. Uh, the social side of of running. Uh, instead of it just us being hunkered down in the corner of a pub, yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's something that is adds adds to your enjoyment of your days weeks. Running has a hundred percent brought life into my days. Yeah, a hundred percent. Running has one hundred percent. But when I started running, my life was worse than it is now. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. I was in terrible cycles of the same old shit regime. Yeah. And now I go for a run and it, it does, it's like, uh, why I don't know why I've got this word in me, but like rebirth. <laughs> rebirth. God, that's wanky. And it sounds like a cult. A rebirth. Wow. Yeah. But it does feel like that because it's like a rejuvenation, isn't it? Like yeah. a, a second lease of life. Oh, it sounds so wanky, doesn't it? No, man. It's, it, listen, <laughs> the, the, I remember when I first started. Reborn. <laughs> <laughs> when I first started running, um, I, I, I had, I, I was like, why have I never done this before? Yeah, it's such a you need a pair of trainers. Yeah, and the will to get out of your front door. That's it. Yeah, and I remember when I first started running, knowing that I would do this forever. Now, you know. Yeah, uh, it's. I, I've, I mean, I've spoken about my lack of motivation. I'm still running and mm-hmm. I'm still enjoying it, but the idea that if I was to go back 10 years and, and not start running, where I would be now would be a worse place to that. And even if that's just not having been to Chicago with me mate, yeah, yeah. not having been to Madrid with other pals, you know, like all of those experiences that we've had along the way are better than not having those experiences. It's very true, isn't it? Yeah. But the re- reason why I, I've sort of avoided it up to this point is that it just reminded me of those like shitty Instagram accounts or like, something that you would find in a shop in Blackpool, which had like a slightly blurry picture of a trainer. Yeah, yeah. But I I like it though. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I love the, the sentiment's great. Because the ones, the ones that remind me of that are like the wank, the really wanky ones yeah. where it's like, ooh, I can't think of an example. <laughs> but <laughs> by that noise gives you all the noise. All ooh. the, yeah. Ooh, why not? Ooh. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do, yeah. I like that one. Can you make one up? Can you just make one up now? Yeah. Off the top of your head. I made one up years ago and I put it on a... Uh, I actually designed it on a poster. Ace. Um, so it was like a, a, like a sunset. It was a beach. Right. With a, a blue sky and a sunrise in the background. Beautiful. And then in big white bold letters, yeah. the quote was, always remember, <laughs> not every bus stop has a shelter. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like more like a, a public service announcement, like a council thing. Just remember, please, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but my, it's it's like a wanky quote, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. I mean, I if you 
did that to me on Ginger, Ginger Wisdom, you could convince me that that was... So, you know, it's, it's about <laughs> waiting for the bus. You know, you, you can either wait for it in the rain mm -hmm. and get wet, but the end goal is getting on the bus and getting to your destination. Yeah. Nice. D have you sold this on Etsy or something? What's the crack? Uh, I tell you what, mate, I 100%. It's like a Banksy. <laughs> Some, a what? A bank say. Bank say. <laughs> some some simple is going to buy that. Right. Off oh, Amazon. Always remember, not every bus stop has a shelter. Uh, well, that's all we've got time for today on uh, the Behind the Middle podcast. But before we go, um, there's something that my co-host Gary Damon would like to say, I think. Yeah, I think we just need to take a minute aside and just be very, very um, serious. Very still and very, very respectful. Yeah, so if, you, if you're running or if you're hoovering or whatever you're doing, if you <laughs> yeah, just... always hoovering with you, bro. <laughs> if you can just stop what you're doing and uh, I just need to take a few minutes of your time to make uh, an apology. Formal apology, please. Formal apology. I am so sorry, listeners. Um, I got numerous tweets and messages and texts that I got the film wrong last week, 28 weeks later. <sighs> Should have been 28 days later. No, you've got it wrong again, you dickhead. Have I? Yeah. Why? You said it was 28 days later. It should have been 28 uh, weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said this is a serious apology. Stop it. I, I am so sorry that I got the film wrong. To all of the eagle-eyed listeners. Can you be an eagle-eyed listeners? Yeah. Eagles have eyes and li listen to stuff. No, because it's eagle-eyed viewer, isn't it? Eagle-eared -eye eagle viewers. Eagle-eared. Eagle -eared. Eagle -eared. It should be owl-eared. Oh, no, bat-eared. Bat-eared. Our bat-eared listeners. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I got the films wrong. I'm still, to this day, gobsmacked and mortified. You're and still confused. Which one is it? Which one should it be? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the one we fucking um, not the one with Killian Murphy and that's the first one. Yeah. So which one is it? Twenty eight weeks later. Correct. Yeah. This is the worst apology in the world because you're still not sure on what you're apologising for. I am. I got the film wrong. Okay. I just don't know what film it was meant to be. <laughs> I'm sorry that I got the film wrong. It should have been Monsters Inc. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, thanks as always for pointing out. Errors. <laughs> Our shortcomings as human beings. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Because I was dead pleased with my new thing on my, on my mixing yeah. decks that I could do. I got a couple of texts as well. So, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, everyone. I, let, I feel like I've let myself down. I've let the podcast down. You've let your family down. I've let Killian Murphy down. Yeah. And Bobby Carlyle. And Bobby Carlyle. <laughs> I promise I'll not do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, f I accept the apology. Thank you. But uh, we'll have to see what the great unwashed say when uh, when we get these messages back. Okay. Um, but for now, on a very contrite and very Serious. sincere yeah. uh, exit from that this was very sincere. podcast. It was, yeah. There was only a few cackles of laughter from you. <laughs> uh, goodbye from Series 2, Episode 5 of Behind the Middle. Um, I'll speak to you next time. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
I'm recording. Hey, uh, <laughs> for after the credits. <laughs> That's me getting into character. Okay, here we go. Hello.